This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. humanity was tainted and so God himself came and became a man perfect and then as a perfect sinless man allowed himself presented himself to be executed in my place for my sin for my imperfections he paid the penalty so that now God can justly forgive me and you do you understand that's the message of the gospel today as we study the book of Acts Pastor Robert addresses a common and difficult question. If God is good, why does he allow good people to go to hell? Join us as Pastor Robert helps us to understand the answers to these challenging questions and help us better understand the heart of God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. risen Christ, he realized, oh my goodness, I was totally wrong about this carpenter guy from Nazareth. He is actually the Messiah. So he had to go back and re-examine everything he learned and all the things that he'd been taught and the scripture that he'd memorized and realizing that it all pointed to Jesus. And now the apparently the Holy Spirit moving upon Barnabas, go get Saul. It's time for him to come. And now Saul comes back and they serve together in Antioch. Barnabas pastoring the flock, Saul assisting him. Isn't that amazing, the Apostle Paul, an assistant pastor? That's cool. I mean, I love JP. And if you're in here anywhere, brother, I don't know, but no offense, but Paul, can you imagine? The Apostle Paul is an assistant pastor. That is so cool. But actually, what I want to draw your attention to is the statement in verse 24 concerning Barnabas. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. You read right past that. You know, we just read right past it. Why? But Well, because we, we say stuff like that about people. I mean, not all of it, but how many times have you said concerning a neighbor, a friend, or whatever, yeah, he's a good guy? You ever said that about anybody? Sure you have. Most of us have. Sometimes it'll come up in the course of someone who's questioning sincerely the existence of a good God. Maybe as one young lady, I did a memorial service, and so her grandmother, kind of an adopted grandmother, had passed away. And she says to me after the service, she says, you know, Pastor, I just really, I struggle with this. Because, you know, I mean, my grandmother, she didn't believe in God. She loved a good, strong drink, or three or four. She was a good person. She was a good person. 
And a lot of times people will talk about that. They'll ask, you know, I, I mean, if he's, if he's such a loving God, I mean, you know, they're, they're good people. That How could he send them to hell? And there's a lack of understanding, for one thing, about the standard. I encounter people all the time that they'll either say it to me directly or it's implied in the conversation that they're hoping God grades on a curve. You know what I mean? I had a man tell me not too long ago, I'm not a real religious person. I know I'm not even a particularly good person, but I am a person of faith. And what was being communicated there was that this person was counting on the rituals to buy them a ticket into heaven. God's going to cut me some slack. He doesn't cut slack. His standard is absolute. What is the standard? Perfection. That's ridiculous, Pastor. Nobody's perfect. That's the point. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, the perfection of God. All we, like sheep, have wandered astray. But God laid on Him, the Lord Jesus, the iniquity of us all. That's the whole point of the gospel, is that we are imperfect. You can never somehow, after having become unperfect, you can never undo that and, and later achieve perfection. We're broken. We're imperfect. Another way to look at that, the Bible says that we are all, or were all, if you know, dead, spiritually, dead in our sins and our trespasses. Spiritually, we don't have the life of God within us. You can't undie by yourself. Just doesn't happen. It's impossible. That's the point of the gospel. That Jesus Christ, God Himself, came and became a man. Perfect. Flawless. Why did He have to do that? Well, because there were none. All of humanity was tainted. And so God Himself came and became a man. Perfect. And then, as a perfect sinless man, allowed himself, presented himself to be executed in my place for my sin, for my imperfections. He paid the penalty so that now God can justly forgive me. And you. Do you understand? That's the message of the gospel. That's the message. We're imperfect. We're messed up. We're well, then what is this about? How can he say if there are no good men, the Bible says there's none good, no, not one. Well, if that's true, then how can God say about this man, he was good? He's a good man. Well, let me flip that around and, and, uh, and share with you something else Jesus said to us. He actually, Jesus Christ actually says, be ye perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. We've already established that none of us is perfect. None of us is ever going to get to that place by ourselves. I can't be perfect. What is he talking about then? He's talking about the condition of your heart. That's what he's talking about. See, the Bible says that when you come to him with an open heart that's just seeking him and wanting relationship with him, and you, you, you come to him with that kind of humility and that kind of faith, I know you're there. I know you're good. I know I don't deserve any relationship with you, but 
What I'm understanding here is that you've paid the penalty for my sin so that now I can be forgiven and have relationship with you. And I want that. The Bible calls that a perfect heart. A perfect heart. Your heart's just open to Him. And you just want relationship with Him. And you want forgiveness. And you, there's just, what, you know, whatever you have for me, God, that's what I want. I trust you. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I, I just, I want whatever you have for me. That kind of perfect heart that's full of faith and full of the Holy Spirit. That's what he's after. That's what he wants to bless you with. When you come to him in humility, he sends his spirit to live inside you, he begins to reveal himself, he begins to teach you as you search the scriptures, as you spend time with him, talking to him about what you're reading, as you develop in that relationship with him, and he changes you from the inside out, and he gives you more than you could ever dream of. That's the plan, that's what he has for you. And that's how he can look at Barnabas and say, Now, this was a good man. This was a man I could trust to go and shepherd my people. This was a man I could trust to be an encourager, to console those who were grieving, to share with those who had needs, to confront those who were making mistakes and living destructively. This, Barnabas, this was a man I could trust. This was a good man. He left everything to go to Antioch, to share with the people who were there, to serve them, to teach them to give his life to them and for them. He's a good man. There was a song 20 years ago that was popular, one of these contemporary Christian songs. I want to be a man God would write about. There's an ambition for you. I recommend it. Because it's one of those things that if you ever achieve it, it's eternal. You know, there's an expression in our world today. What have you done for me recently? That's not the way God works. When He gives you a reward, when He gives you an accolade, it's eternal. 2,000 years later, we're talking about the fact that a man named Barnabas was a man God calls a good man. I want to be a man God would write about. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you joined us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to visit our website, MainThingRadio.com, and like our Facebook page. Keep up to date on everything happening at Main Thing Radio and receive a dose of encouragement right on your newsfeed. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. We are blessed to be a part of God's kingdom advancement through these broadcasts, but just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? This month, we have a special thank you gift. For any donation of $15 or more, we'll send you a copy of Cold Case Christianity. A homicide detective investigates the claims of the gospel by J. Warner Wallace. This gift is yours as our way of saying thank you for your donation to Main Thing Radio. 
For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. From all of us at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for joining us for today's message. Be sure to tune in again right here on Main Thing Radio.